Breakfast with Friends, exclusive to CCFM 107.5. All right, joining us now on the line, good morning, Michael Swain. So good to be chatting to you. Good morning, Jonathan, and good morning to listeners. You're joining us all the way from upcountry, and uh, we don't hold that against you because we know that you've got important things to do upcountry. But, Michael, this morning, the hot topic that we need to talk about is Chief Justice Mohueng, who is going to appeal the decision for him to apologize over the Israel comments. Just quickly run us through what's been happening there. Well, the Chief Justice uh, sometime last year was on a webinar with a very prominent um, uh, Israeli publication and the chief rabbi and he made statements to the effect that uh, obviously from a faith and religion point of view he supports he loves Israel he prays for the peace of Israel and he says that as a Christian he can do no other um, hatred for Israel would attract a curse on our nation and all those things are true and all of those things by the way he's fully justified in saying because that is his freedom of religion rights but he continued, unfortunately, to basically say that he didn't think that South Africa, that is the executive, uh, were pursuing the right policy in the Israeli-Palestine situation. And these remarks were made, obviously, in his position as the chief justice, because it was billed as the sort of meeting of two chiefs, the chief rabbi and the chief justice. And also it was made on the eve of the executive making its own statement on the Israeli-Palestine situation to the UN Security Council. So... What basically the situation was here was not anything to do with his freedom of speech or his freedom of uh, to practice his religion or to express his faith. It was all to do with whether or not he broke a rule of the of the uh, code of judicial conduct, which every judge signs, uh, so that uh, in as much as he became involved in what is called a political controversy. Now, maybe just to say the reason why there is such a code, of course, is that we want all our judges to be neutral. We don't want them to have strong opinions. We want them to be unbiased and, and have an open mind. When we come to the bench, we don't want a judge there who we know is biased. And that's why uh, these every judge signs this code of judicial conduct. And in so doing, obviously, they bind themselves to a measure uh, from exercising what otherwise, if it was you and me, we would be able to do. Yeah, so that really puts him in a bit of a tight spot. And uh, yeah, what what do we need to be aware of or what do we do as citizens of our country in trying to help him or just kind of saying, well, <laughs> how do we do this? Well, I, I think, number one, that th- this judgment wasn't made at all around uh, whether or not the, his statements uh, were you know, unacceptable because of the statements that he made regarding his faith. That was not, not, not even an issue. Mm. The whole issue was whether or not he became involved in a political controversy in circumstances that were not necessary for the discharge of his judicial office. Okay. And that is what he is now appealing. It's not a uh, freedom of religion. And I know a lot of Christians have taken the view that all oh, the chief justice is being sanctioned for expressing his faith. No, no, that's not what this case was about. The question was, did he or did he not break the code of conduct uh, and cause, in a sense, a political controversy. And look, uh, it is arguable, and maybe the Chief Justice will argue, that that is an unfair limitation upon his rights, that he should be allowed to say whatever he wants. But the fact of the matter is is that while that uh, code is in force, so to speak, although it can obviously be contested and appeals uh, to decide whether or not it is indeed constitutional, it does apply. And so he is going to appeal it. He's going to challenge the decision. That's his absolute right to do so. And we're certainly going to see where this goes. It's going to be a very interesting case indeed. Definitely. And then good news for you guys, because you've been invited to an interfaith meeting by our president. Tell us more about that. 
before we've been involved, as you know, and your listeners will remember, with the whole lockdown situation right since the beginning. And essentially what we've argued for is that the religious community be not unfairly discriminated against by comparison with other sectors of society, similar sectors of society. And so we've been lobbying, we've been pressing, we've been pushing, and we're very pleased because last week we sent a letter to the president asking to be involved in the next meeting of interfaith leaders, which he has and which often uh, give opinions as to, to him as to, and maybe influences what he will or will not do. And that letter was signed by over 14 million people by the senior representatives of their of their different faiths and just different faith expressions. And I, I literally personally speak to every one of them to get those decisions. So that's a legitimate number. And very good news is, of course, that the president subsequently invited for us to be in that meeting. It's on Wednesday. It's at 6 p.m. in the evening. Uh, please do pray for that meeting. We're really trusting God for a great outcome. Easter is coming, and we really want to make sure that there are good solutions for the faith community in terms of their meetings and uh, just a general uh, way that we want to see the meetings, obviously, of religious uh, institutions opened up to a greater measure, but opened up, obviously, in a very responsible way because we certainly do not want to be labelled as super spreaders. Love it. Thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. So sit in a ro- set yourself a reminder Wednesday the 17th of March at 6pm to pray for the team from Freedom of Religion South Africa and pray for that meeting that everything would go according to God's will and plan. Michael, always great chatting to you. Last but not least, if people want to connect with Freedom of Religion South Africa, your website address, your Facebook page, please, sir. Well, we have our website is www.forsa.org.za and our Facebook page is Freedom of Religion SA. And you can go there. You'll find lots of articles, videos. There are all sorts of things going on that we haven't had time to talk about maybe next week. But please stay familiar, stay up to date, stay informed uh, on what is happening in the um, religious freedom space. It's very important for us as Christians. Definitely is. Thank you so much. Always great chatting to you. Have a good day and God bless you. Thank you. God bless.